Welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I'm Lydia Pierre, founder and CEO of Pierre Branding Group. We help create stories that resonate with audiences to forge unforgettable, unique brand experiences. These stories ultimately become infused with all aspects of the client's branding, thereby turning entrepreneurs into media celebrities by growing their authority and helping them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal to you how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I'm your host, Lydia Pierre, founder and CEO of Pierre Branding Group. You can find us on the web at pierrebrandinggroup.com. I'm here with Josh Abraham, CEO and founder of Profit XAI. Josh, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Lydia. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So I know you're a sports agent <laughs> and you're also the founder of this amazing software company. Tell us a little bit about Profit X um, AI and what it does. Yeah, so Profit X is a is a AI technology that focuses in on the financial and performance insights of NBA athletes. And it's an active database of 450 plus NBA athletes. Each athlete has uh, 20 uh, visual and time series models that go into different dynamics of the athlete's career, contract negotiations, Mm -hmm. player potential, player development, roster dynamic, and player DNA, which was performance skill sets. So um, it's a it's a really cool platform. And, and we also have just launched a, a new product called the Sports Probability Platform um, that focuses in on uh, team, team predictive outcomes. So with a focus in, uh, you know, just enhancing the decision-making process and, and providing transparency to, uh, you know, the public. Awesome. Now, do they complement each other? Are they meant to coexist together or they work separate and just complement one another? Yeah, they, they definitely complement each other. So, so the, the, the probability platform actually harnesses in all of the individual athlete insights from the athletics and, and harnesses it under a team, a team performance. And so we use those individual models and metrics that we've created. We have over 120 individual performance tracking metrics. And, uh, and we use all of that data to basically predict who's gonna win the game. We also have AI athlete performance projections for the next 10 games. So it's a really cool platform that just really enhances the decision-making process makes it available to the public and, and use it as comparative analysis. Wow. And being a former sports agent, apparently you saw a gap, we saw a need. Mm-hmm. So you were able to come up with this. So w- what kind of a, um, what kind of solution is this and how did you see that need as a, a sports agent? Sure. So when I was a sports agent, I, I always, you know, there's, there's, 
an element called the eye test where you have to go and, and identify talent and be able to project if that's going to translate to the next, you know, the professional level. And so once you sign the clients and you secure contracts for them in the MBA, you have to continue to work. It's a, it's a 24 seven job. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, traveling a lot. I was trying to recruit new clients, um, you know, talking to teams, doing scouting reports for your clients, um, and really just trying to help them along the way, because, you know, if they're successful, you're going to get the opportunity to maximize that, that contract for them. And so that's what I was working towards. And so when we finally got to contract negotiations, the, in free agency, there's a, there's a 24 to 72 hour window where contracts are signed and the money is, you know, being spent very quickly. And so what would happen is when I would try to set comps for my players, I was setting the comps based off of the free agency contracts that were being signed. Okay. And so that's being dictated by the supply and demand of, of the market and the salary cap parameters that teams have. So, so it, it basically doesn't account for, you know, the athlete's entire career, right? How, how has he been the past five years? Mm -hmm. Is he getting better? Does he have, you know, are, does he have a projection on, you know, is he improving? Is he declining? And if he's declining, then let's stop and recalibrate okay. and, and fix it and make the improvements that we need to get better and, and, and stay in the NBA. The turnover in the NBA is one to three years. So, so I, I didn't have resources when I went into negotiations to show that show the teams that this is what the client this is what my clients worth mm -hmm. and i understand from the team's perspective they have money that they have to reserve for building out their roster so it's really about finding a middle ground and so you know we were far apart on negotiations when we initially started and i had to use these player comps these data reports that i created that take through four to five days to create. Oh, and, and so when you have such a short window to mm -hmm. really, you know, maximize the financial aspect of it, it's tough to, you know, it was a big problem, you, you know, gotta move quick, got to move quick. And, and so the other problem was, is that when I asked for explanations on why the valuations from the teams were so low, they wouldn't give me the data. Oh, goodness. And so. Like you're going in blind almost. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of dynamics that were not in my favor. Mm -hmm. You know, if I have LeBron James as my client, hypothetically, it would be very easy, right? Most teams right. would be calling me. And so when when you have, you know, the, the 80, you know, the top guys are always going to get, you know, the contracts that, that they're worth. And right. then the 85% of the rest of the league, you know, it's, 
it's it's going to be you know relying on your agent to have right. data that that shows um you know what the client's range is and right. so because i noticed those two gaps i decided to leave the agency business and and set out to to build this build this product that kind of envision because if they weren't going to give me the data, well, okay, I'm going to go and create the data. Wow. You know, I think that's the next step in the <laughs> right career evolution. That's awesome. And and you, some would say that the the software and the technology space that you entered is a far stretched from being a sports agent. So how did you make that leap? <laughs> yeah. So so I actually spent so after I left Rosenhaus, I worked for Drew Rosenhaus. And, and I left Rosenhaus and that's that summer. And so I decided to first off test the concept, right? Like there's components, the real-time contract value um, algorithm was the, was the main component that I really wanted to look at and say, can this be done? Right? Like this is a very complex project. And so I have to, before I do anything, invest resources into it, file a patent, whatever it is, I need to make sure that this is possible right, and that I can, you know, visualize and, and try to make this vision into an actual product. So I spent probably about a month and a half just working on the algorithms, um, calibrating the models and really testing and, and just trying to see, um, you know, from a, from a 10 year perspective, mm. how the, how the values kind of shaped out versus what the salary cap parameters were. And I think once I did that and played around with the models and, and configured them um, to a point where it, it started to kind of make sense, right? I was, I felt comfortable moving forward. So and it's kind of funny because the original the original business plan that I had when I started to try to um, get some resources in place to to make it happen because I knew it was going to be an expensive right. Um, <laughs> venture. Right. Um, so I put together this plan. I pitched it as a sports agency that would use this proprietary technology uh, in house and basically try to disrupt the sports agency industry in some capacity, right? Because if you have this software, you know, it just, it, it goes straight to the negotiations, right? And, and you have everything to put on the table and say, you know, let's make a deal. And so I thought I could disrupt that side of it with the business plan. And I, I sent it out to my network and got zero bites. Really? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> well, it was, it was hard, you know, because you don't have a product. <laughs> right, right, right. You're basically selling an idea. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I actually, about a week later, my dad calls me and he's like, Hey, uh, your uncle wants to talk to you. And I was like, okay, cool. And so he calls me and he's like, Josh, your dad sent me the, the business plan. Um, you know, it, it looks really complex. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, I know it's a risk, but I'm going to give you some money and, 
And I know whatever you touch is going to turn into gold. And right. so I was like, look, like, I don't have a product. I don't know how this is going to go. Like, it's super risky. I wow. don't like doing business with family. Um, and so I just wanted to, like, be very sure that he was comfortable with that. And, and understood uh, the risks, of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, and it, it was a, you know, it was a, it was a pretty sizable check for having nothing, you know, other than a piece of paper. Um, but he, he has 19 chemical patents. So, <laughs> so, so he was good for it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so I actually, right after, right after he made that investment, I filed for the, for the provisional patent to basically timestamp the idea. I had sketches uh, that basically were to submit with the, with the application. And so I actually got those laminated um, just because I thought it would be fun to, to keep them around. Um, That's awesome. But it's a yeah, reminder. So, so yeah, absolutely. And, and so I, I filed a patent application and then um, I was getting ready to, I was getting ready to fund the development myself. And then one of my colleagues that I, my former associates that I worked with in the past, uh, put me in touch with the owner of an AI company. Oh. And, and so we had, we probably talked for about two weeks and he, and I just kind of explained my vision. I'm like, this is what I want it to be. Can you guys help me? And like, you know, they don't know anything about basketball, but you know, I'm, and, and it's my idea. And, and so we, we decided to join forces and, and we, we set out on development in September of 2019. Wow. <laughs> wow. Right before COVID. Right before COVID. Uh, How was that? You know, it, and so I'll get into that, but just okay. real quick. Originally, when when we when we set out all the the technical agreements and the plans to build out the software, our original plan was this was going to be done in six months. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and so the the first lesson I learned in technology is it doesn't care what you want. Mm. It's going to be ready when it's when it's ready. ready. And so six months turned into three years. <laughs> and so, you know, even the first six months, we were doing all of the R&D on creating all of the athlete metrics. And so that took a long time. And then we went into the UI phase where they made initial designs and I was like, nope, scrap it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we got into, you know, we had our definitely had our ups and downs, but it was because I knew what it needed to be exactly. and like, it wasn't where it needed to be yet. So I guess, you know, I, that's probably part of the reason why it took so long is because I didn't want to put something out there that wasn't, you know, wasn't in, as impactful as I envisioned it, Absolutely. it would be. Absolutely. Because it's not about just putting something out there for the sake of doing it. This is really a passion project, so to speak, in a sense. Um, and you, you really believed in it. And to see that your uncle, first of all, believed in you enough to put such a sizable investment behind it. Of course, you want to make good on, you even more so want to make good on this. You want to make sure that it does what it needs to do. Um, so how were you able to 
push past all of those obstacles you had to come across from everything from not only getting the money, but once you got the money, I don't think people realize getting the money, sometimes it's just as scary as not having it, you know? So it was like, now I have it, now I have to do it. And you're, you're the, like we said, the risks that are associated with it. So talk to us about that. Because again, we have people who are listening who are either trying to become someone who's, who's taking that next step in their business or in their career, or they're leaving one space to jump into another and it takes faith. And that's what you did. So how did you push past that? Like, how did you take that jump? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think, I think, a lot of it came from my time as an agent. It, you know, I, I think even before I got certified, even before I got certified by the Players Association, it was an uphill battle for me. Not, you know, I scratched and clawed for everything. You know, I was emailing agents right when I got certified because my original plan was to work for a bigger agency right when I got certified. But what I quick, quickly learned is that if you don't have anything of value, right. they're not going to, they're not going to talk to you. Yeah. So, so I, I quickly made the pivot to open up my own boutique sports agency. Oh, wow. And, and that was a great experience for me, even though it ended up, you know, being a very short stint, I signed a you know, two really good prospects that could have had potential to play in the NBA. I think, uh, yeah, actually after the whole, the whole story happened, one of, both of them fired me within like four months of signing them. Wow. And so, but they were, you know, I, I, I learned that the agent industry is competitive and like, if I'm going to do this, I need to do it with an agency that has infrastructure and marketing power and all right. the bells and whistles and then let my work, you know, I knew, I knew from my success, my short success on my own that I could do it with a bigger agency and it would be a lot easier for me and open right. up more doors. Um, and I think with that opening up more doors, you know, I had to offer, I represented eight NBA players um, and it was a great, you know, I loved every minute of it. I was super passionate about it. I was really good at it. I worked my tail off. Right. And, and I think because I tried really, really hard to make sure that my clients were in the best position and to provide the best recommendations that I could, that I needed to have my hands in a lot of different things. And so I think translating over to ProfitX, it was because I experienced all these different types of problems mm -hmm. um, really translated over to ProfitX and gave me the confidence to say, hey, you know, this is going to be hard. Like, yes. <laughs> this, and it, it, this is going to be really hard. And like, you know, I think one thing that I've really noticed is I'm just a really determined person that, you know, has been told no a lot in mm -hmm. my life. And I just keep on, I just keep going. I just, you know, put my head down and, and keep working. Absolutely. And I mean, let's face it. Happen, I mean, you know, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Right. So yeah. that, that's kind of how you break through is that you kind of still persevere, 
you grow thick skin, so to speak, and you get a whole lot of no's, a whole lot of no's, but yeah. it only takes that one yes. <laughs> That's it. Yes, exactly. One. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, so have you been able to see the impact you've been making so far? Yeah, I mean, especially during la- you know. So when so we finished the beta program, we finished the be- the beta ver- the first beta version in March of twenty twenty one, and so I initially sent it out to probably. I sent it out to all 30 NBA teams and wow. 23 teams uh, basically initially wanted access to play around. I, I launched a six week pilot program with the NBA teams just to let them play around with it, you know, get, get feedback. I sent it out to various media outlets, Bobby Marks, um, and just got a lot of good feedback and, and just really tried to make enhancements to the platform. Um, we had teams requesting mo- new models. Um, so w- we did a combination of a lot of things, okay. you know, and, and Bobby Mark started to use the platform in his ESPN offseason focus okay. articles right away. Wow. And so he, that, that really kind of just opened up the floodgates for us and, and, and then a couple of months later, I, I called Bobby and just asked him if he wanted to join the board and, and he accepted and, and, and then we got right back to work and like enhancing the platform in preparation for, for free agency last year. Mm-hmm. And so, and we also had a lot of, a lot of big agencies reach out. We gave them access to the platform as well. Um, and so in July, about a week before free agency is about to start, the Dallas, uh, one of the executives from the Dallas Mavericks reaches out and, and they had just brought in a new regime. Um, so they brought in a, basically a brand new front office, but they had some key figures stick around from the old, the old front office, the previous ver- uh, regime. And, and so uh, I did a demo with the, with one of the executives and they were like, let's, let's move quick. Wow. Um, we'll get back. And then we, we ended up signing the Dallas Mavericks to a multi-year sports performance partnership. And, uh, and, you know, Mark Cuban put out a press press release that, you know, uh, said that the Dallas Mavericks are excited to partner with ProfitX. Their advanced technologies will give us a significant competitive advantage. And this is just the beginning. And so that was really cool. I'm from Texas. I'm, I'm a Dallas Mavericks, you know. Wow. So signing my hometown team was really cool. How did that um, feel? It was awesome. Um, it, it, it was it was a lot of validation for me just that, you know, with all the work that I put into this with my team, uh, it was, you know, it was kind of like, you just wanted to like, let all the emotions out and yes, yes. just <laughs> scream, I guess. But yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, and then, and then we actually did like a, a free agency, you know, during the, during free agency, everything kind of transitioned after the Mavericks. Uh, we were featured in Forbes 
Uh, we did a feature story with Forbes. Um, they called us the next frontier of sports analytics. And, and then we went into free agency and we generated uh, over, uh, during the past three years, we generated contract analysis reports for 163 players. And the results are pretty impressive. Um, pretty identical, very, very identical to what the actual contracts that were signed for the athletes wow. with our, with our two year fair market value projections that are powered by AI. Oh, that is amazing. And so that was just more validation. Yes. Right. And, and so you know, it wasn't really, it wasn't really about going out and selling this software to all 30 teams, right? I know the advantages that it brings to the agents and the teams, which is the contract projections and the supporting performance data, but that was never my goal. Okay. It was, it was sign a team, validate the product, and then go and build the platform to democratize data and bring transparency to the sports ecosystem for the fans. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because they're the biggest stakeholder mm. and COVID COVID showed that is true in, in a lot of ways, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just what it was in my yeah. opinion. So, uh, so yeah, I, I've definitely seen the impact that it's had on both the financial side and then what we're about to do with this probability platform. Um, we've done back testing on this platform with over 450,000 NBA games. Our pre-match projections are 66 to 68% accurate wow. in predicting the winner. And our live probability model is 70% to 90% 90 accurate as the game progresses on. Mm -hmm. um, so on top of that, we're supplying, you know, a lot of different ath individual athlete insights on the probability platform that can be used as comparative analysis, we have salary converters that, you know, the users can adjust the salary, the parameters and see what the value of the athlete is for, with our algorithm versus what, what is out there and, and what the, whatever the use case is. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's also a really cool feature. We have AI projections for fantasy users. Okay. And so it's just a, it's a, you know, but as far as accuracy goes, I'll take, I'll take those, those percentages every day of the yes. week. And, uh, and uh, I just think it's, it's something because Vegas, you know, or whoever it is, you know, typically odds makers only supply three data points. And, and is that enough? Is that enough data to make a decision right. on, on a, you know, a financial decision, maybe, maybe not, but why don't you have something else to use that will just enhance the decision-making process and protect your investment a, li a little more? Right, right. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, did you see yourself in this space? I mean, of course you had to see yourself in this space because you, you, 
you believed in yourself before this happened, but now that it's actually happening, tell me what that really, really feels like. And because, you know, we talk about imposter syndrome a lot, especially in the space where um, helping clients to not only know where they want to be, but understanding where they are and how to get there. There's the gap there where you see where you're trying to go and you're almost there. You can almost taste it, but you're still here. Mm-hmm. How did you, what was the feeling and how did you, how were you able to embrace who you were in the moment and knowing where you were trying to get without giving up in the process? Yeah. Well, number one, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Okay. I know that, but I know that this technology is limitless. We can go our net. We're going into every sport. We're going to go into WNBA. We're going to awesome. go into women's soccer. We're going to go into all the other sports and create these two products for every sport and provide, you know, democratize the data. Right. And so the potential is limitless with this company. We can go into, you know, we can go into performance value in several different industries, human resources, entertainment, movies, mm-hmm. music. It's, it's endless. We can do, you know, there's so much that we can do with this company that, you know, all I'm focused on right now is execution mm-hmm. and making sure that every decision that we make is a smart decision that gets the company to where it needs to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you looking for ways to grow the company? Are you looking to bring people on or I'm sure this is going to be, this is, this is huge what you're doing. So what are some ways that people can get involved or, or be in on the ground floor, so to speak, or. (laughs) (laughs) So we're, we're currently in the middle of, of a, uh, closing out our seed, our seed round. Um, I anticipate, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we have a, we have a bunch of different projects, but we are currently, we are currently raising investment funds. Um, we also have some potential deals on the, on the B2B side. So we're, we're looking into that with some licensing deals, um, so I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of enjoying the ride and, right. and, and I know that it's going to come, but there's also some urgency where it's like, you know, I, I want to build this soccer platform um, because I really think it can revolutionize the transfer system and, and how it's, and how it is now and, and what we can do with it, with all the, our different models and really just break it down. You've seen professional soccer players hire these individual data scientists to build, build a report so that the athlete can go and negotiate his own contract. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going to build that for you in six months. (laughs) Right. And, and so that's, it's really about continuing to innovate for me, continuing to be, you know, I'm passionate about this company I built, it was built with love and I'm going to continue to enhance the quality of the software and, and, uh, and try to, you know, disrupt. As you are, as you are. And you did say that you are also a professor in the Bronx, an adjunct professor. Talk to me about that and how does that help to further your mission and your impact? Yeah. I mean, you know, 
so I teach at I teach at Monroe College and and they're located in the Bronx and I've been I've been there for since 2017 and it's just been a really really cool experience for me the students are you know I have a lot of relationships with my students that have gone on to graduate mm -hmm. and and I just think that you know, and I, I don't mean to sound uh, arrogant by when I, with what I'm saying by this, and it's not my intention, but I did have high level experience in the sports management industry. And, and I felt like, you know, especially with me in my college years, I didn't take it seriously. Mm -hmm. And and I just thought, you know, have fun and worry about it later. That right. was kind of my mentality. And then, and then I went to grad school and everything kind of changed. And, and I really, it gave, you know, getting, getting my education and really focusing on getting better and honing your craft really gave me confidence that I could do the things that I thought I could do. Right. And so, you know, I just felt like it was, you know, really important to share my experiences with how I've been working and what I see and how the real world is, right? It's not right. the PowerPoints, the textbooks, they're great, but the only thing that you need is experience. And so I really wanted to give a different lens to my students where it's like, this is what, you know, I can't give you that experience, but I can tell you what to be prepared for right. and how to get ready to take advantage of those opportunities. And so it's not only just about teaching them about whatever class it is. I've taught pretty much every course at, at, at that school in the oh. business school. Um, but it's it's more about, uh, you know, teaching them what it takes to be, you know, you know, and 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 also inspiring them, right? Like, you know, nothing's gonna come easy, and and I know I knew that when I was when I was working as an agent, right? <laughs> so, right. You know, so my I remember one class where <laughs> one of the students the first day was like. Hey, uh, professor, is is your job just like ballers? <laughs> right. I love that I said, show. <laughs> I said, absolutely not. Next question. Uh, that's hysterical. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and so it was really just, you know, like this is what it is. You know, you're right. you're traveling, you're traveling 80%, 80% of the week. And and uh and you're doing data reports and you're on the phone till 2 a.m. and you're writing emails in the morning and you're watching game film. And like, they're like, oh yeah, maybe I'll go into broadcasting. Oh goodness. <laughs> so, but, you know, it, it's really about just inspiring them and like, you know, trying to, trying to help them achieve whatever they want to achieve. Like, mm -hmm. And, and whatever I can do to help along the way, if I don't know, if they ask me questions 
And I don't know, I'll, I'll utilize my network and try to find out. And like, but there's, there's definitely, you know, I'm really trying to teach them that, you know, making sure that you're, you're researching everything and you're preparing and that you're strategizing and that you're, uh, you know, being very uh, tactical about how you operate in business. Right. And so, um, because I just think, you know, a lot of people are, you know, it's, it's always about the bottom line and, and no one should ever forget that. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's very important. I mean, and like you said, it's real world and, and the theory and the books and all that is great, but it, nothing prepares you for what's really happening out there. So I think it's amazing that you're kind of, that you are giving them that real world raw that's being transparent with them. And I see transparency is a running theme when it comes to you. So I think that is great. Um, and you being willing to share your story and share your fears as well as the successes. I think that's really what makes you a great leader. Um, and, and it really helps you lead by example and just really give people something to just know that confidence is something that you have to just keep developing and there's levels to it, right? Like you get into one space and just as you get a little comfortable, it's like, ah, then you got to move to the next level and it's scary all over again. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, even, even when I was building the technology, I was scared. Honestly, yeah. I was like, I, this better work, you right, know? Right. And, and, and honestly, it wasn't, it, it surpassed my expectations of what I thought it was going to be by, you know, leaps and bounds, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and it really kind of dawned on me what I actually built, you know, probably just a couple of months ago, you know, because there's two products now that I feel are going to impact and bring competitive balance to the sports ecosystem in so many ways and just brings value to, to everyone. Right. And so, you know, it's a, it's a resource and it, and it's a tool that everyone should have. Right. And it's something that you're making available to everyone. So I think that's amazing to be able to have this type of technology and data and information on at your fingertips. I mean, it's revolutionary. Absolutely. Thank so thank, thank you. you for what you're doing for, I'm sure everyone is, I mean, especially when it starts to really get out there and really, I mean, it's, it's changing so many lives essentially. Right. And, and, and honestly, like I really, you know, I, I know I have such a huge passion for this company, but there's so many other things that I, I would like to do Okay. from a, from a philanthropy side and, and just, you know, I, I really value education and, um, and, you know, the environment and like, there's just a lot of things that, you know, I'm going to try to be involved with and, awesome. and really try to just make, you know, make the world a better, place. a better place. Yes. That's all we can do. And that's what, that's really all we can do. And again, by leading by example and leading with our hearts, you're doing that. So congratulations on everything. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, I see your website is profitx.ai. Correct. So if anyone Correct. wants to know more about you, um, what is something that they should, as far as any other information, where else can they find you? So uh, we have a we have a Twitter page, ProfitX AI, and we're mm -hmm. also on Instagram, 
uh, at ProfitX AI as well. Awesome. Awesome. And for someone who's listening, who says, I like what I'm hearing. What do they do next if they want your help? <laughs> they can reach out to my email, je at ProfitXAI. Awesome. So you handle it personally? I'll handle it personally. Love it. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Josh. We really appreciated your time. Thank and you. again, we really appreciate what it is that you're doing, not only in your industry, but in the lives of the youth and the, and the people around you and just really trying to really help encourage others that they can follow their dreams. And despite how scared they are or what the challenges they may be facing, that you can do something new that's never been done and see it through. So thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. So fun. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Lydia here. Thank you so much for listening to Leaders on the Rise. If you are a successful CEO, founder, C-suite executive, decision maker, successful business leader, or an influential entrepreneur who would like to be on this podcast, please visit pierrebrandinggroup.com slash podcast to apply. If you got something out of this interview you would like to share on social media, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag leaders on the rise. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. And they meet so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, pierrebrandygroup.com, or follow me on LinkedIn and Instagram at LydiaPierre underscore. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.